Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Today, we join the world to celebrate the International Day of Acceptance. Today encourages everyone to embrace those of all abilities. The day also supports those living with disabilities to realize they are not living disabled. Instead, they are living. Did you know that 15% of the world's population has some form of disability? Up to 190 million people around the globe have a significant disability. They are often ostracized, live in poverty and cannot get an education. In many instances, people with disabilities are put away for what they can't do instead of what they can. Thankfully, in some countries, this is changing. Society is recognizing the need to include those with all abilities. With an estimated 25 million disabled persons in Nigeria, about one in every eight Nigerians live with at least one form of disability. Society is also recognizing that those with disabilities have rights. Their voice matters. They have the power to make a difference in the world. Now look at the list of famous people who have gained acceptance and have become a powerful voice. The musician Andrea Brasselli, who is visually impaired, actress Mali Martin, who is deaf, actor Daniel Radcliffe, who has dyspraxia, motivational speaker Nick Vujic, who was born without arms and legs, comedian Josh Blue, who has cerebral palsy, and the dancer Sudha Shadran, who has a prosthetic leg. Now, joining me to discuss this topic, Embracing Who You Are, is the founder and the executive director at Peniel Foundation, where she works to eliminate poverty and inequalities for persons with disabilities. Now, the Peniel Foundation has partnered with different international and government organizations to provide opportunities for persons with disabilities. And their partnership with the British High Commission has led to the multiple persons with disabilities securing the Chevening Scholarship. Now, she has also trained about 350 youths with disabilities and was announced the winner of the 2019-2020 pitch competition for the Social Innovation Bootcamp by Donors for Africa, where she received grant support for a project and has been featured on Bella Niger and Why Niger. Aisha uh, Desira has joined me on the show, all the way from Abuja. Hello, Aisha. Hi, Gloria. Hi. Good afternoon. Nice to you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome to the show. And thank you for joining me on the show to celebrate International Day of Acceptance. Thank you for having me. All right, Aisha, that's what you do. That's what you're into. That's your line of, that's your purpose. That's what you love doing, helping people that are disabled, helping human beings generally accept themselves for who they are. And in my intro, I was telling us how that the International Day of Acceptance reaches out to people to help them embrace themselves and embrace who they are, not just themselves, but even people around them living with one form of disability or the other. But we need to understand what could make a person not accept themselves? Why would the person look at himself or herself and would not want to accept themselves? First and foremost, I would like to, just like anyone without disability, persons with disabilities are persons first. And um, what I usually like to explain to people first is, when you say someone is disabled, 
what actually makes that person disabled. So for instance, if there's a person with a physical disability and there's a ramp to get into the building, then the person can access the building just like someone else with their, that have their two legs. If a person is at work and the person is blind and the person has the necessary and reasonable accommodation to be able to get their work done, then the person can operate just like anyone else. If a person that is deaf has someone to sign language to them and interpret what you are saying, then the person can operate just like anyone else. So, most times, it is the society that makes this a person with disability disabled. If every if there are reasonable accommodations provided, then we are not going to be having this conversation in the first place. So let me just go right to your question. I just needed to make that point clear for people to understand. Yeah. So when you say what makes people not accept themselves, just like anyone else. There are a couple of reasons why people don't accept themselves. One is self-awareness. The fact that I'm living with a disability doesn't mean that I don't have value to offer. It's just for me to realize I have strengths, I have weaknesses just like anyone else. And instead of dwelling on my weaknesses, let me begin to work on my strengths. What are my abilities? What are those things that I thrive more in, that I will struggle in? And when I realize these things, I begin to harness my skills in those things and begin to give value to people, to organizations and everywhere, just like anyone else with or without disability. Secondly is... There are a lot of things that we have acquired from our childhood. So let me use a person with disability, for instance. A person with disability that was born with disability. It is unfortunate that in this part of the world where we are in, a lot of people still discriminate against persons with disability. So you see things like, oh, because this person, this your, your child has a disability, please don't take them out. Like they are hidden. You keep them at home because you feel like, oh, they are an embarrassment to the family. Or when people come in, you hide them. The society itself does not make things easy. Why do we have to have a separate school for persons with disabilities? Imagine if from kindergarten, you've had interactions with persons with disability. By now, you have best friends that are blind, best friends that are deaf, and we're not going to be having these conversations because from you already on this, if your best friend is deaf, for instance, you will have learned sign language by now. It will be awkward interacting with persons with disabilities. But because of these barriers that are already in place, automatically you've made the person believe from childhood that they are not good enough, that they shouldn't be seen, that they shouldn't be heard. And they have grown up to be adults with this kind of mindset. It takes a lot of work to be able to get them out of this mindset and begin to believe in themselves and their abilities again. And lastly, so we can go on to 
other questions is because people just feel like I need to please other people. So you believe that, oh, I have to be a certain kind of way to be accepted either by the society or by my family. So these are the things that at times makes it difficult for people to accept themselves with or without disabilities. Hmm. I mean, Aisha, you hit the nail on the head for me, saying that society somehow has a very large role to play when it comes to people accepting themselves. Many a times we see human beings, and we're not just focusing on those that are disabled today, we're even talking about people that have their complete body parts working. Many of them want to accept themselves, but the society in which they live will not even give them the room for that. So you hear you're too fat, you're too slim, or you're, you're adding on too much weight. Why is your tummy this big? Are you pregnant? Stuff like that. All right, we'll make Why people- are you not like your sibling? Why are you not as, as why are you not coming first like your sister? Automatically, you're already giving the person insecurity from a young age. The person believes, oh, I need to be like my sister. Instead of you looking at what is that thing that child is putting and begin to build their confidence in that area. Hmm. I think you just you just rounded it off for me. It's such a serious issue, and I'm glad we're having this discussion today. Now, let's move over to the individuals themselves. You know, we talked about what could make people not accept themselves. Now... And you stressed out the point. Now let's look at why people would know that these things are true or these things are on ground, yet they would decide not to accept themselves. Why do people not want to accept their disability? They know that, oh, I'm not strong in this area. This is my weakness. I, I do not know how to mingle with friends. I do not know how to go out with people. I'm an introvert. But they will still want to go all the way out of what they're not able to do. Why do people do that? So I'm still going to say part, some of the answers I answered earlier on could answer this, which is self-awareness. So in the first place, it's funny that it sounds cliche, but a lot of us are, don't, we, we are not in touch with ourselves. We are so eager to know about someone else and not actually getting to know ourselves. When you become so self-aware, it makes life easier, easy for you as an individual. Because in the first place, I understand that, for instance, maybe listening to someone talk down on me triggers my insecurity. Why should I now keep myself in a place that constantly I listen to you because maybe I'm trying to get a favor from you or the other. There are people that they really don't care. Whatever you say to them, it doesn't move them. But you need to know yourself enough to know that, see, these are things that trigger me in a certain way. So I should not be around this. Until you realize that, then you are still going to be trying hard to be who you are not or trying to please, trying to celebrate what you really are not. I like that too. I like how you just answered that question. Celebrating who you are not, trying to be who you are not because you want to please men. And you mentioned that some people do not care. 
they don't even care. If whatever it is you want to think about them or what you want to say about them, it's your business. They will not flinch. They won't give any any form of attention to you. But then some people have not grown to ignore. They would always feel that hurt, yeah, when you say some things about them. Now let's move over to why people should accept their inadequacy. Why should they celebrate their insufficiency? Why should people celebrate their weaknesses and their disabilities? Okay. So first and foremost, which is what I always preach to persons with disability is, you need to first of all realize that you have value to give. You have so much abilities in you that if you harness it, your disability is not going to be significant in the place of things. Number one, I'm a Christian, so most times I apologize (laughs) But I'm going to always refer to, you know, the word of God. First and foremost, accept who you are. When you accept who you are, it will be easy for you to celebrate your abilities. Realize that God created you in his own image. And if he did that, if you are created in God's image, like there's nothing in you that is lacking. Everything God has deposited in you that to you may look like a disadvantage is actually there for an advantage. I always tell people that I'm short for a reason. To someone else, they'll be like, why are you so short? I'm like, okay, I'm petite and cute. Like, this is my selling point. Like, when I dress my petite and cute self, like, you realize that being short is an advantage. There are things... If, you're, if God made you tall, instead of you to dwell on the negative part of your being tall, you realize that there are so many things that other people can't do, can't reach, that because of your height, you can reach it. So when we begin to dwell on the positive side of who we are, and we dwell more on those things, we will begin to appreciate why we are who we are. So for instance, as a person with disability, instead of dwelling on the fact that I have a disability, it is time for me to begin to dwell on my abilities. There are certain things, the fact that you're a person with disability, you are already thriving more than someone without a disability. There are things that they will have to think about to be creative, but because naturally, you have a disability, you think of those things and you prefer solution with it like at a go, you you are not thinking about it, it's already inbuilt. So those are things that you need to realize and dwell on and live on and enjoy. Secondly, accept your, like acknowledge your reality. This is my reality and I cannot do anything about it. So the earlier I begin to learn to live with it and live my life to the fullest, the better for me. Instead of me dwelling on the fact that the society is taking forever to acknowledge and make the society accessible for me, what can I begin to do to make life easy for me? Thirdly, begin to work on your mindset. You know, I I have learned that What my mind cannot conceive, I cannot get it. So if, for instance, I want to maybe 
achieve something, the first thing I begin to do is work on my mindset. Like, begin to imagine and visualize that thing, that I have it. And once I begin to see myself in it, it is easy for me to live in it. Another point is work on your mindset. Begin to see yourself in the light of who you want to be. It makes it easier for you to accept your reality and also to celebrate your abilities. So for instance, there are so many people with disability that are doing amazing things that we have gotten to interview. And one of the things they have spoken about is the fact that they themselves had to tell themselves that they are good enough. If it means you placing the affirmation on your world, on your, like if you see my laptop, it has a lot of affirmations that I put on to tell myself, to build myself, my mindset, and begin to, you know, walk in the light that I'm supposed to be. Then lastly, I'm going to talk about don't let fear get in the way. Just take the step. And I'm going to use my story as an example. I remember when I lost my job and it was a very difficult time for me. And at the same time, that was when I became a mom and I was just trying to navigate life, you know, especially if you're someone that's been financially independent to now become someone that you're now financially dependent on people. It actually took a toll on me and is that affecting my self-esteem? Like, oh, can I get a job now? I've taken like a year off work. Who will employ me? And that was the same time that I still having the passion to do things for persons with disabilities. So I was dealing with so many insecurities. Like, you're not living with a disability. Who are you to talk about that? You know, you don't have an idea of what it is like to work in a non-profit. Who are you to even start that? But you know what? I told myself that I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. And I just started taking the baby steps. I just decided, you know what? I don't need, I, I didn't even start with the mind of starting a non-profit, no. I just started with the mind of doing, how can I do things to improve the lives of persons with disability, where they can become economically empowered and also get opportunities. And I remember when I wanted to, first of all, have a training, an entrepreneurial and digital training for persons with disability in Abuja. And I approached a lot of organizations for partnership. That was when they were like, oh, we only partner with people that are registered. That was how I registered my nonprofit. If not, I was just doing it as, you know, and like an initiative activities and whatnot. And that was when it opened my eyes after I registered it and I went into partnership with government organizations like SMIDA. That was when it opened my eyes to the possibilities of things that we can actually do to empower and, you know, give them opportunities that on a good day, they might never have been open to because there are a lot of opportunities out there, but they are not even accessible to persons with disability because they are not even in accessible means in the first place. That's another long story, you know, that 
I'm not going to talk about here. But so what I'm saying in a nutshell, without going to summarize this, for you to be able to celebrate your abilities, first of all, accept yourself, acknowledge your reality, work on your mindset, and don't let fear stop you. Just take the first step. And things will eventually make sense as you go. Hmm. Let's let's begin to wrap up our conversation, Aisha. Let's now talk to all those people that are fond of not accepting or embracing people or making people feel like they're nothing. You know, we have different kind of violence. Some people think it's until you give somebody a punch until you, you whip somebody up with a cane, then you'd be violated. No, words of mouth, verbal abuse and all of these things can make somebody not feel accepted or will make people not embrace themselves. You know, we mentioned and touched on parents that compare their children. See, your brother, he came first. I'm just wasting my school fees on you. Some people that they talk to ladies and you hear, oh, why is your tummy this big? Oh, you're adding some, oh, you've lost so much weight. What's happening? I want you to please deal with people that do not celebrate others' inadequacies or disabilities. All right, how can we encourage more people to embrace and celebrate those around them living with one deformity, one disability, one inadequacy or the other? And we do not rub it off in their face that they are inadequate. Raising awareness is very important. And why am I starting from awareness? It's funny that to you, you feel that people know that these things are wrong or they are aware, they just choose to do otherwise. But it will shock you at the amount of people that are actually clueless. And people do better when they know better. So the first thing I will say is let us not assume everybody know and let us begin to normalize this conversation. And that's one of the reasons why Penal Foundation this year, uh, one of our goals this year is to raise more awareness about disability inclusion in the workplace, employing persons with disability. So for instance, I will throw this at, at, at you, right? Okay, I'm, let me just give it as an instance. I was having a conversation with an employer and he was looking for a graphic designer. And I said to him, oh, I have a person with disability. He does an excellent, he's very good with graphic design. And he's like, oh, send me some of the work he did. And I sent them to him. And he's like, wow, it's amazing. I would like to meet, I would like to, you know, have an interview with this person. And when he had the interview with the person, when the person was going for the interview, I now told him, oh, the person is blind and these are the reasonable accommodation he will need for the interview. And he was shocked. He was like, I will never have believed that a person that is blind can actually do graphic designing. It's not his intention to discriminate against the person, but because his mind cannot phantom that because someone is blind, how would the person see to put together this graphic and um, this amazing work of art? Do you understand? So by the time we begin to raise awareness and show what is possible, give examples and show people with disabilities that are doing these things, people will realize, will begin to see the abilities and ignore, not ignore, but 
understand and provide reasonable accommodation for persons with disability. Also in the same light with parents comparing children, if we know better, I will still use that word, we'll do better. Most of us are parenting out of the way we were parented. Do you understand? I don't know better. All I know is how my mother raised me. And the probability of me raising my child that way is high because I don't know anything different. So when we begin to have people that educate parents on the better way to actually parent them in a more positive light and people begin to learn, then, you know, we will see better parenting. So we should not always come from the, you know, antagonistic part of, oh, you know better, you are just not doing better. Let us come from the angle of, okay, we are raising awareness. And another point I would like to notice, there are still people that know better but refuse to do better. And it is now in our place to say, you know what? You cannot put your insecure, rub off your insecurity on me. Because the truth is a lot of people are carrying baggages and they believe that the best way to offload is by rubbing off negativity on someone else. Because I have, I'm insecure about myself, I believe that if I see someone and talk down on the person, maybe to make me feel better when the person is already feeling down about themselves. So we also need to build ourselves to know that there are people that will know, but will still decide to do otherwise. But I have refused to allow you rub off your negativity on me. Wow, 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 wow. That's quite a lot there. I, I really love that. And I think that's a great way to wrap up the conversation for anyone listening right now. You need to understand that the way you make human beings feel is very important. You are a human being. And look at the story that Aisha shared, the story of the graphic designer, blind graphic designer. Wow, that's amazing. I wouldn't have even believed. I thought you were about to tell me that, oh, the person could not walk or the person cannot uh, stand on his or her own. I didn't even know it had to do with sight. And then to find out that the person is an excellent graphic designer, it just shows that we need to create an all-inclusive world for those living with any form of disability or the other. It has been such an insightful and eye-opening conversation with the CEO and executive director of a Peniel Foundation. I told you that Peniel Foundation. They're all about helping disabled people get work, all right, and get established in your white collar organizations that you know. She works to. You said what? Exactly. (laughs) And the person will educate you Mm. and it will even help you to become more creative in your thinking Mm. Mm. and more diverse. Mm, that's true. We need to just give them room, include them. They would educate whoever it is. Don't worry about it. Don't feel because they do not have one. They are not well able or they are not complete. That means so they cannot perform well or they cannot function properly where they should. They should. All right. You just give them a try and then see if they would not wow you. They're also human beings. So let's learn to open our arms to embrace each other. Thank you for your thoughts, Aisha. Thank you so much, Gloria, for having me. I had an awesome time.
Thank you. Now, respecting both similarities and differences of others is good for us. Situations in our lives keep on changing constantly. Accepting every type of situation that we might face, be it good or bad, will give us lasting peace and contentment. So today we are asking and pleading and telling you to please embrace who you are. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.